Hello. Hi. Welcome, you guys, back to the Green Lighthouse podcast. Yeah, just got back from VCon, so feeling the the high of the event <laughs> and the low of the sleep deprivation. I did not go, but I am here to talk to Janelle today about her experience and some of the things we she wanted to share with you guys, and I'm really excited to hear about it and to get the message out to you guys about how it went. So Janelle, do you want to dive in and start talking about your experience and what it was like? Yeah, you know, I think I might start with there's a lot of discussion about should this event be virtual Mm -hmm. since, you know, we're talking about these, you know, virtual assets, right? These digital assets. And one of the things that Gary Vee talked about is how some of the best things in life are intangible, like love. Um, We can't touch that. It's not real. And yet at the same time, I've been thinking about the duality of human need to have the intangible, to have the Mm -hmm. dreams, to have love. But we also want the tangible because by the end of the conference, um, I longed to give my kids a hug and to be held in my husband's arms. Mm -hmm. So yes, love is not tangible in one sense but at the other sense if you know covid taught us anything like we all wanted to hug our moms right (laughs) yeah well and i think it's so important to even just get face-to-face time Mm -hmm. going from you know in-person classes to zoom classes to in-person classes or zoom conferences to in-person conferences it just it makes it so much better Mm -hmm. um one thing i want to ask you is just like let's start from the very beginning the process of even going to vcon like, what was that buildup like for you? Do you feel, did you feel like you were ready? Were you excited or was it nerve wracking to possibly be there with all these people? Um, I was definitely both, but of course I used the reframe since feeling nervous and feeling excited. Um, I have the same physiological markers. When I feel that way, I always mm-hmm. bend towards the, I'm feeling excited. Because yeah. that tends to work out better for us, right? Like yeah. thinking I'm nervous doesn't yeah it, it doesn't help <laughs> it doesn't really help much um so I definitely was really excited I didn't know what to expect um there was a lot of kind of unknowns and the, the we didn't have a ton of time with the app um mm-hmm. and so there was just a lot of it that I wasn't quite sure what the conference was going to be like yeah okay so and so you say an app so I know what mm-hmm. the app is because I helped you with it on your phone and so mm-hmm. did Max but mm-hmm. do you want to dive into a little bit what the app was so instead of getting a printed um the the app had essentially three features um it had your entry ticket so what mm-hmm. got scanned when you entered, and then it had the sequence of events, yeah. um, and then it had a map, which was kind of part of the sequence of events, and then it had a section where you could share your contact information with other people. So it yeah. had those three kind of um, pieces where you could um, hit share contact, and then somebody else could scan it with their app, and everything that you had populated into your contacts would then be on there that is extremely convenient um i kind of wish and i think there is that for iphone where you can just kind of do that but that's awesome so the app was very helpful right it was the funny part though is of course i've been trying to follow gary v's advice and he's like tiktok 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 yeah and then the one thing he didn't have on the app was your tiktok 
address. So it was phone, yeah. it was Twitter, it was Discord, it was Instagram. Everything else. Everything else, but he didn't have your TikTok TikTok on there. <laughs> I that yeah, I could see where that would probably be a little frustrating because you've been doing TikTok and it's been going great. I mean, if we just look at the sheer amount of videos you've made, it's been a really awesome experience. And so you were really excited to go to VCon. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I wanted to share was my TikTok. Yeah. It's the most well, <laughs> you know, it's the most well developed. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of funny to, to, for that not to be um, one of the things on there. And I think next year they'll probably have a way of, if you share your contact, it can share both ways. The way it was this year, you'd be like, hey, do you want to share contacts? And then you'd both put up your code and then one of you would have to go, oh wait, I'll scan first. And you know, and yeah, then you'd and scan yours and then you have to switch. Um, but so I could definitely see them developing a way that you could share back and forth. Yeah, that, that um, would be way more convenient. Mm-hmm. So you, d- we decide you're gonna go to VCon mm-hmm. and you know, we get all that set up, get on the plane, you get there. Mm-hmm. What's that first experience like? What's the first thing you're doing and how did that pan out? So I went to the hotel, dropped my stuff, walked right back out of the, <laughs> the room, um, and then I went to Tom Bayou's Founder Key um, event. So yeah, nice. there were several like kind of offshoot events as well, um, and that was, was one of them. And you're a big Bayou fan of Lisa and Tom, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And so that's kind of amazing is all the people that um, – they brought together, and they're very similar because um, Tom, Bayou, and Lisa are all about the growth mindset and a lot of the same things. Because mm-hmm. you know Gary's latest book is all about you know the emotional aspects, yeah. um, or you know primarily, and so they're they're very similar and in line. And um, uh, Tom Bayou has his own NFT projects that mm-hmm. he's launching and moving forward. And for people who had his NFT, there was kind of a meet and greet. Oh, that's mm-hmm. so awesome. Mm-hmm. That's really exciting. Mm-hmm. So the this conference was a three-day mm-hmm. conference mm-hmm. mainly, right? It was Friday, Saturday, and then half the day on Sunday. Or well, most it, of the day on Sunday. Most Sun- of the day on Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a long time. Mm-hmm. What was you, So going into it, did you feel like that it met your expectations or that you really got an understanding of what this conference was going to be about, how it was going to feel, and really the actual physical demand of the conference? Um, so there was so much. And the conference, you know, there was breakfast that started at um, 9, I believe. Like, it was like 8 to 9 was breakfast. And, of course, the first day I lined up at like 7, you know, left the mm-hmm. hotel room at like 6.30 in the morning. And then yeah. um, there were concerts and all of these things and then parties until late at night. So there was no way for anybody to do everything, mm-hmm. but that's better than the alternative, right? You'd yeah. rather there to be more to do than anybody could do than not have enough to do. Um, and that was hard because sometimes there were simultaneous panels going on and both sounded interesting and you had to choose one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did like, it was in a stadium, which was very different. I'm used to going to conferences where it's like at a Hilton or it's at a, um, a conference center where everything's right next to each other. So you got a lot of exercise because you're walking up and down stadium steps. And then the hallways of the conference, they had booths and other things happening mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. in the hallways of the um the stadium. So it was an interesting atmosphere from that standpoint. And 
we just had so much room. They did even have a Ferris wheel in there. Um, wow. And there was, but what was nice about there being so much room is you were so, you could be so far away from the stage and still listen because of course it was all projected as well that it meant that you could have side conversations mm. whereas in a lot of normal conference environments you can't have side conversations because then it would be bothersome to yeah um in an enclosed room it would be mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that's one thing that i really appreciated about it is that um you were able to have those conversations and it wasn't like shh shh you know <laughs> yeah. everybody just sit in your row you know you could come you could go um and it had that fluidity well so something Gary V was very excited about and was marketing was that this conference was going to be like a summer camp that this was going to be a huge event it wasn't just a come sit down and listen and I think you alluded to some of that you know there was partying at night breakfast in the morning and there was even a ferris wheel I mean mm-hmm. it was a very large event. Do you think, what are what are your feelings on that? I think there was some of that. Some of it I missed. I didn't realize there was a basketball tournament right before I got there. Um, but they also just had um, like the big Jenga and mm-hmm. you could, um, there were some lawn games that you could play yeah. and, and some of those things. So they just kind of had that vibe and that feel um, to it that this was not about um being snooty or academic but we were here to have some fun too so it just really set the tone that's awesome Mm -hmm. um one thing i wanted to point out is you brought this back right Mm -hmm. from Mm -hmm. vcon um and obviously we are not just wearing shirts (laughs) (laughs) that say nothing they say vcon if you're watching um if you're not um i had just pointed to a pretty powerful poster that says join the revolution from women's and weapons Mm -hmm. and um i wanted to point that out because this was so much more than just all your other conferences with those things in the hallway and um one thing that you were saying was the amount of time right that you had spent waiting in line or doing Mm -hmm. those things and so what what was that like there was definitely um a lot of time spent in line um because of course to see gary v you know you you're in line four, five and a half hours, those types wow. of things. Yeah. Um, but then you're, you really get to know the people that you're in line with. So that was mm. also one of those times where, you, cause you're kind of forced to really get to know the people around you. Um, it was, yeah, it was a couple hours to get the shirts wow. that we were in line. So of course the people that are around yeah. you after, you know, after about an hour and a half, you know, quite a bit about them. Um, so there was a lot of line. I think that they could make an app, um, especially for getting um, to see Gary V, where it's kind of like take a number at a mm-hmm. doctor's office where it like beep at you and, you know. Oh my gosh, yeah. like kind of like those beepers they have at Olive Garden mm-hmm. when they say, okay, mm-hmm. here, take this and go. Yeah, and then you could come over and like it would let you know when you had like a half an hour and you could get in line or something like that that would be um uh, pretty amazing but i i kind of want to circle back to it being in person um because yes the 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 big takeaway about why it was so important to have it in person is the content sparked my imagination it kind of fueled my creativity but getting to meet gary v fueled my soul wow that's the difference and um and it wasn't just like at the conference like in the official conference events Mm -hmm. um there was some of that but like Jim Quick I met him in 
waiting for the elevator and we were just one floor apart. I didn't ask him for an autograph or anything because it was late at night and he was actually going on like first thing the next morning. Wow, yeah, yeah, But yeah. I just had this um, like moment of humanity and then I pretended I was Buddy the Elf and I was gonna do all of the, um, <laughs> all the buttons and I got a little smile out of Jim quick like, hey. you know, he probably like thought I was overacting or who knows what he thought, but it was like this little moment of like shared humanity with somebody who I've seen on all of these podcasts and um at the airport i saw people um they were busy because they realized like oh we live near each other so at the airport people were doing all their exchanges like on the way home because they're like oh you have a uh vcon shirt on too um so there was a lot i think going on you know surrounding it as well so you know five years from now if you quizzed me on the content of Mm -hmm what the panels presented, I, I would fail that quiz. Five years from now, if you asked me what it was like to meet Gary Vee, I would enthusiastically describe it to you in exquisite detail. Wow. Like, that's, you know. That's how important it was. And mm-hmm. I think being in person is so much more valuable. You know, talking to Gary Vee on a Zoom meeting, which would still be an incredible experience, mm-hmm. versus actually talking to him, shaking his hand, right. is such a life-changing experience, I think, for you. Mm-hmm. And for anyone, really, it's incredible. But you're also just meeting, you got to meet some incredible people, right? Um, do you want to okay. dive into that? Yeah, I've got to. Well, let me... Yeah, let's get there in just a minute. Like I, I'll say getting to meet Gary V was pretty amazing. So I had started waiting in line at 2 o'clock. Um, and mm-hmm. at 5 is when he was going to start signing. Okay. Then it turned out they had moved where the signing was from the day before. Yeah. So then I had to go to another location. And um, so then I got in line there. I was like, okay, it's still okay because at this point it's like 3. And it's still two hours before he even gets there. I think I was like, I think I'm close enough. I'm going to make it. And then right before I got to the front, they make this announcement that he's no longer going to sign anything. And my big thing was I really wanted to get Gary V's signature for Millie. And I was like, ah. And the and actually, um, the gentleman, um, he was really sweet, who had to tell me that. He could just see it in my face that I was like, Devastated. Devastated. Because yeah. I was like, this was my mission. And that's why I got in line starting at 2 o'clock, right? I was on a mission. Um, and so when I got up there, I said to Gary Vee, if I forgo the selfie, can you sign this? And he said yes. And then he signed it. And then he goes, and let's do the picture anyway. So I got my picture and I caught the, um, the <sighs> signature for you. So it was pretty amazing. And then the next morning, um, I saw him coming back. And um, the the gentleman that was the one in line who was really sweet to me was like, just take a deep breath, you know, it's yeah. okay. Um, and then I was like, thank you. And he was like, and it, like I just had a nice moment um, with with him as well. And and the, actually, the weekend before, I had done Lisa Bayou's event. Yeah, yeah. That was virtual, and she like. She gave, she did her heart out. Like it was a seven hour virtual um, event. And she tried to make it interactive, where the first people who answered things in the chat won things. So she really tried hard. But one of the big differences, I think, for those of us that are parents, and um, I could not immerse myself into Lisa's event because I was still doing that from home. Mm-hmm. And 
Um, that weekend, my husband happened to be at a golf tournament too, so that probably didn't help. But you know, then you're you're, and I loved the event, but it also meant there were moments when it was like, "Mommy, can you cut up an apple?" And then the girls, my, their cousins were there too, and they got they drew on each other. And then so part of the event, I'm listening to the event, and I'm getting them in the bath. Um, so I think one of the things that I really appreciated about VCon is that. I could immerse myself into the event, yeah. and um, there were some interesting things said at the panels, and then I could, on my walk back to the hotel, and that night, I could just feel that my thoughts were able to percolate in a way that is not normally true, because then I'd be like, oh, I better, I should throw some laundry in, instead of... Mm-hmm really getting to let these ideas settle and shift and mull them over in my brain. So there were there were so many aspects to that, including getting to, to meet people. Um, and, you know, it's, it's kind of too early to tell, like, how those relationships will pan out. Um, but it was fun to get to hear what other people are doing, and it was fun to um, get to practice trying to describe what we're doing and mm-hmm. you know you've got like 30 seconds right sometimes like to get your message across and um and got a lot of fo- positive feedback from people like you know yeah. that they were interested in what we're doing well and I think to play off of what you're saying about how this in-person event was just so special mm-hmm. is you know maybe you wouldn't have thought of that five years ago but because of covid in-person events have become so little and I think we are deprived of human interaction. Mm-hmm. And so when we do have those interactions, they feel so much more special. And I do think some of the things you're saying, especially about being a mom and, you know, meeting Gary Vee and those experiences, you would have had the same feelings. Mm-hmm. But I think everything is just heightened, especially in the time we're mm-hmm. at right now, because this is the first, you know. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going through the first. And, yeah, you've been on airplane before, but you haven't spent time going to a conference not related to your full-time job, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. doing something kind of different. And also this is the first NFT Web3 total out there conference where people are really networking and meeting people. And the whole point of the conference is to have those human interactions and to have those moments with people. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. you know. Which is why Gary set up all those spaces in the space the way he did is that if it was just about listening to the panel, we'd be sitting in rows and everybody, yeah. psh, no talking, right? You know, um, and again, the panels were great. I mean, I think some of my big takeaways from the panels were things of just like how new we are into this, mm-hmm. um, and so that was really refreshing because they'd be up there and they would say, "Well, six months ago, eight months ago, um, you know, last fall." So it made me walk away going like, "Okay, if we do our NFT, if we get on NFTs next year, we could be on the panel, yeah, right?" You yeah. Know? <laughs> Um, that's how new this is um, and how much it's growing and how much people don't know. Um, the the author, The Subtle Art, art of Not getting Giving an NFT was one of the talks. Mm-hmm. And he talked about putting his book into an NFT and breaking it up. And what I also appreciated was him talking about what he'll do different next time. Mm-hmm. Um, and how, um, and it's also hard because so many of the contracts that musicians 
and writers are in, they got into them years ago. And when NFTs weren't even a part of a contract that you would have even written. Yeah. Um, but it was fun to learn from them and to know that, you know, very few people like know what they're doing. Um, and so there's a lot of, um, you know, growth and room in, in the space. But there's also some cautionary tales. Seth Green talked about how um, one of his NFTs, and I believe it's the one he's developing a show around, mm-hmm. um, got stolen out of his wallet. So if somebody, you know, that stature, if it can happen to him, yeah. it reminds us to be um, really kind of careful as well. Well, you know, something that I appreciate, and I wasn't even there, was the awareness of, you know, if you were to sit down in a conference room and nobody was to talk and you were to listen to a panel and then everyone is to leave, there's this understanding almost that the person on the stage has much more important things to say than anybody else. Mm -hmm. And not that those are bad things, because I think those conferences are valuable, but at a conference like this, where it's so new, everybody's learning from each other, and that Mm -hmm. next year, you could possibly be on the stage, it's very important to let that creativity flow and let those things happen and let those conversations grow because who knows, maybe the somebody you met at this conference could now be the next biggest thing and they could um, attribute all of that to the conversations they had at VCon. And you don't, you want to be a part of that growth. Mm-hmm. And I think that VCon was a healthy and really supportive place for that to happen. Um, yeah. yeah. Another big thing they talked about is how, um, excuse me, as I'm talking, I might have a quick drink here. You know, when we're looking at the prices, there's kind of this price readjustment and this difference between people who are looking at NFTs as a get rich fix scheme and there are predators out there. But also as prices are dropping, this is a really good time to build. But just how the blockchain is here to stay, we don't know what it's going to look like. But it is the future and is worth us um, building towards and getting to know. No matter what age you are, mm-hmm. you should have some understanding. If you hear the word blockchain and go, I don't know what that is, you know, it's it's the same as in the 90s being like, internet? What's internet? Who needs mm-hmm. the internet? I've got the phone book. Um, that's It's the next wave. Wow. that's It's really exciting and it's really interesting and I'm so glad that we're having these conversations. Um, if there's not something you want to jump into right now, I would love for you to talk about the structure of the conference because my um, assumption, I haven't really gone to many conferences, but you know, you sit down for a while and you, you listen, but you were saying that there's a lot of moving. You know, there's a lot of walking around um, and the actual talking times were shorter. Um, do you want to mm-hmm. go into that? Sure. So the panels were essentially like a half an hour. Mm-hmm. So that was nice because sometimes um, at some other conferences I've been to, you know, the keynote could be an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Gary, of course, you know, he's like he gets in and it's yeah. it's brief. But it meant that you got um, a little glimpse into what Spike Lee was doing. But it was just a little glimpse and a little glimpse into Snoop Dogg um, and what he was doing Mm -hmm. but it was just this little glimpse but it was just enough that you didn't get to that point where you know when you're watching somebody do this long presentation and they weren't presentations they were panels where just like this somebody was interviewing them so they didn't come with you know a set deck of slides to show or anything like that it was just conversations Mm -hmm. 
Um, so that was a little different, but they were also much shorter than I've kind of experienced in the past. And then because of the venue, the way it worked is the first couple in the morning and then the last couple at the end were in the big, what they called the main stage, which was all on the stadium floor. And then they had smaller breakout rooms. Mm-hmm. But to get to the breakout rooms, they were quite a distance away from one another. And it was up and downstairs and up and over. Yeah. And so there was a lot of walking, which was kind of nice because I know sometimes I go to a conference and you get to your seat and you settle down and then they were there for the next eight hours. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I just, I mean, I have a million questions I could ask about VCon. I think that it was a really exciting space, but, you know, you're a few days out of it from now. Um, what are your overall feelings, you know, after you got on the plane, you got home and you think back, what is your overall, you know, I don't want to say grade, but, um, evaluation of econ, things that you loved, things that you felt like didn't meet your expectations, things that exceeded your expectations. How, how are you feeling? Um, you know, I met more people on the technical side than more other, I was hoping to meet more other content creators. And, and that might have just been the pool that I met. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved, you know, I have, I got a, a selfie or signatures. Again, going back to the in the tangible and the intangible and that interplay, I love that I came home with these things that I can look at and draw strength from. Because um, mm-hmm. she, like, getting to meet her and getting a hug, she just exude radiance and effervescence and like love and light to everybody she talked to who um so uh but women and weapons women and yeah. weapons but i, I now, no, now okay. I'm like you know on the spot i was like what's her name um but it was just so amazing to get to that tangible and intangible it was just that that flexibility getting to shake tom's hand and get a selfie with him um those experiences were pretty amazing there was a lot of waiting in line yeah um and so that part, you know, a few more food trucks, maybe some vegan-friendly food trucks. Um, would have yeah, been really nice. Yeah, we'll sort that in, Gary. Um, yeah. You know, um, but um, but at the same time, it's it's hard to kind of work around some of those things. Mm-hmm. It's um, and I definitely know what to expect because before VCon was like this abstract idea to me. Like, what is what is VCon? Yeah. Um, and, but my biggest takeaway is if they can do it, so can we. Yes, I love that. And I think that, you know, if you walked away from this conference with anything, just the empowerment that you mm-hmm. feel and how you were saying, you know, get meeting Gary Vee filled your soul. Mm-hmm. I think that if anybody is watching this and they get anything from this, is just the knowing that it's possible that you can do anything you set your mind to, just like everybody at this conference did. Well, I think that's the democratization is a big part of Web3 and just the era that we live in. Like, I'm, we're working on publishing um, yeah. the journal. Um, so we've ri- I've written a journal, yeah. we're working on publishing, but the fact that you can self-publish now, it wasn't that easy, not that no. long ago. And the fact that um, a small group of people on a limited budget mm-hmm because of technology, can do amazing things. Uh, and there's no reason not to be out there creating. Yeah. Well, and I think it's something we can give, right? Mm-hmm. Gary Vee is such a positive person, mm-hmm. and so is 
everybody mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. that you got to meet this weekend and so is most people that I have been seeing that's been involved with web three mm-hmm. um and I think just by giving things and being a positive person you can't do wrong in that and just giving out light and positivity and hope mm-hmm. and encouragement to people which is what Dr. Janelle does on TikTok and Instagram. <laughs> um, I think it's just such a positive and beautiful thing that you really can't go wrong. And so we encourage people to try the same. And I think that's yeah, the message, I mean, right? One, that's what I really like about Gary Vee is his frame of reference for business. That Gary Vee has shown that you can do good and do well. Yeah. That business can be about abundance business can be about kindness Mm -hmm. and I love that because when I I think that when I was younger I shied away from business or being a businesswoman because I didn't want to like do a hard pressure sale and now I'm realizing I I will I can be a businesswoman and I will never pressure anybody into buying something that's not good for them in fact I'm never gonna pressure anybody into buying anything Um, and that we give, mm-hmm. and it's through giving um, that we, you know, all tide, you know, the the tide raises all boats. Um, just the fact that we can have a business model that's based off of that mm-hmm. is is what's inspiring me. And seeing mm-hmm. that large group of people, because Janelle had sent me some pictures while she was there, and seeing this stadium full of people who mm-hmm. not only agree with what Gary Vee is saying, mm-hmm. but cares enough to make this humongous decision of spending a lot of money to get there, get a hotel, spend the day, take time off work to do all those things, to then spend that time listening to his words and being around like-minded people is mm-hmm. so encouraging because it sounds mm-hmm. like to me, the people that you were meeting were very supportive and excited to watch your project. And they were international. Um, I met several people from the UK, Australia, Canada. Wow. So, um, and of course, all over. More, yeah. And more. And oh yeah, I'm one from Germany. Um, so um, that was amazing too. Just the, and like you said, it was a sacrifice for people to be there, which showed how much it meant for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I just, you know, we could talk about this forever. Is mm-hmm. there anything specific you want to talk about? No, I think I'll just, I, I think the, the big takeaway was just as you said, that in, you know, content, it f- sparks creativity. It might fuel your um, interest, but getting to be at that event, getting to meet Gary yeah. Vee, like I said, it's, it fueled my soul. And five years from now, I, that will still be a memory and I will yeah. tell it, you know, tell that story to anybody who will listen. Yeah. I think that's the, the big takeaway. Five years from now, 10 years from now. I mean, you're going to be telling this right. story for a very long time mm-hmm. as you should, you know, mm-hmm. this is a very big turning point for us. And, mm-hmm. and hopefully that selfie with Gary Vee will be one of those things that, you know, it's like a badge of honor. Later. <laughs> yeah. You look back. Yeah. On. Yeah. And you're like, look, look what I have. Um, you know, when he's the owner of the Jets. Yeah, that's so exciting. Well, you know, if you guys have any questions for Dr. Janelle, you know, Dr. J, she is, she's on TikTok, she's on Instagram, soon Twitter. Um, 
we are the green lighthouse and so we are on all platforms and you know we have a website but you can drop questions below here or you can send it to us on any one of those platforms or even email us at the green lighthouse llc at gmail.com but yeah you are just we're so excited to share these things with you and especially janelle with all of her information um yeah so love yourself love others love the planet bye guys bye. <laughs>